Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Holly Holton. And you know, Holly, as we sit around this table, this virtual table that we sit around every week, I know there are some that join us because they tell me, hey, I feel so alone right now. So your podcast is giving me a girlfriend to share life with. So that's why we do what we do. God has called us here to Encouragement Cafe to do just that. If you and I could, we would gather in all these gals that hang around with us and we would sit in a real cafe and we would talk (laughs) and we would laugh and we would drink coffee and we would spew it when we said something funny and we would have life together. But right now, it's different and it is showing up in ways that breaks my heart. Because there are so many who feel lost and alone right now. Gosh, I so wish we were sitting at a table with everyone and being able to laugh. I miss that so much. I miss Mm. it so much. I think probably one of the hardest parts of all this um, is just the aloneness that, you know, I mean, you might be experiencing it. Other people might. But I know I definitely am. Um, the, you know, you've just kind of lost your community and some people still have communities going, um, you know, with their choice, but a lot of people have hunkered down um, as protection from the virus, if not for themselves, but maybe for elderly or compromised health family members. Um, so I do feel like everyone is feeling some sort of aloneness, though, at this point um, in various ways, you know, mm-hmm. the physical aloneness and maybe some spiritual aloneness, too. Absolutely. And I have taken a special uh, project. I, a project is not the right word. I've taken a special interest in making sure that some of our friends and family who are widows mm. don't feel totally lost and alone. And so we, we have them over for dinner or we call them regularly, we pray with them all the time, because I want to know, because sometimes when you're rattling around in the house all by yourself, my husband and I were just talking about that today, you you get this, um, uh, your thoughts can run away with you when you have no one to bounce them off of. And for example, yes. we we called somebody that is so near and dear to us today, and we call her our buddy. And she lost her husband five years ago. And we know that her her life has had a few struggles in it since he passed. She she fought breast cancer and she's had taken a few falls and she gets down and blue. And so we regularly call her a few times a week and we make her laugh. And she's in a different state, but we we check in with her because we find that she starts thinking the worst about mm-hmm. herself. And she says, oh, I think I'm really slipping. And when when she tells us some of the things that she's thinking and feeling, we're like, no, honey, 
we all do that. We're all, you know, on this path of aging mm-hmm. together. <laughs> and you're not you're not abnormal. This is normal stuff. You know, I forget my glasses are on my head. I forget why I walked into a room. And and if you don't, and she's like, after we get ready to hang up, she's like, I'm so glad you called because I was really feeling blue, feeling like I was not only all alone, but I was losing it. And now I've laughed and I can keep going. And I think that that is what our world is crying out for right now is just you're not alone. We're all walking through this together. So how can we come together and encourage? Man, I know, like for me, especially um, just being alone with your own thoughts is like Mm. the worst thing ever. (laughs) You know, like by the end of it, you have your funeral planned and the world's going to end and you're going to be like, where do you have to move to like 25 acres of land and live off Mm -hmm. the land, but you have never owned chickens. And you know, it's one of those, like you can, you're, God gave us creativity and he gave us um, you know, this desire to be creative, sometimes with our minds, sometimes with our hands, like we all have different giftings of it. But unfortunately, that creativity that he's given us can turn against us. if mm. we are not using it to glorify him. And it can, we can build out this whole end of world scenario before you know it. And then we're in this depression, and there's no one around, you know, to talk about it. And, you know, the widows out there, Definitely. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, all their um, meetings are like meetings with their friends. If they have stuff, a church has been canceled and they're Mm -hmm. literally like all by themselves. And, you know, we have some, I'm sure, like alcoholics that are really struggling because they can't get to their AA meetings. We have so much loneliness and pain Mm -hmm. um, out in the world right now that is so fueled with hate and that does not help it. And you know what? Maybe we have some people who feel spiritually homeless right now. Yeah. Um, like they don't have a church because their church is closed due to COVID. And maybe in all of the world stuff that's happening, they've lost family members and friends. I know several people who, um, you know, they their family and friends have turned against them because they're standing up for the word of God. And you know, and then they have nowhere to go to be with believers. And I mm. think, you know, I think we're just all in a hot mess mentally <laughs> right now. The world's we in a are. hot mess. <laughs> we are. However, as we face these times, uh, we have to stand firm and strong and say, you know what? I am not going to be shaken or mm-hmm. uh, worried because like you have six children and I have a lot of friends that have kids and they're worried to death about and they're even saying, oh, no, I'm so sorry that my kids are going to grow up in this world. Stop saying that. Stop saying that. Let me tell you why. Your kids were not an accident. Your kids were brought into this world at this specific moment in time by the hand of God on purpose. And I remember in the 60s hearing this same kind of stuff. I was a kid. I was in grade Mm -hmm. school. And I remember hearing, 
everybody say, oh no, there's rioting everywhere. We're in the Vietnam War. You know, the president's been assassinated. The world is coming to an end. And oh my, and let's run into the 25 acres and live off the <laughs> land. Same exact stuff. Yeah. Just a new generation. And so I don't believe for a half a second that I was an accident. And I don't believe that you were. And I don't believe your kids were. I believe that we are all here at the exact moment we're supposed to be. And so when you start feeling lost and alone and worried and scared, that's not God. Right. And he says, spend a little time with me. So what are we doing to do that every day? You know, and I hearing, you know, the mom saying, I'm scared of the world my kids are going to grow up in. You know, and I, I have found myself sometimes thinking that, but then it's like, no, I'm here. Like God gave me these kids and in this world, it is much needed for moms to come in and to raise their kids for families to, you know, glorify the Lord. And, you know, I feel like there's just such a unique um, opportunity for Christians to not be fearful, to not mm -hmm. be scared, but to be like, look, we're going to raise our kids. We're going to, you know, help them learn scripture. We're going to not just be an American church, but we're going to be the church. And I feel like, you know, like you said, it just comes around every couple of generations, every generation, this whole fear of the world's falling, you know, Jesus, where are you? Is the rapture happening? And every time I feel like the church has an opportunity to grow stronger from that and to go out into the world that needs it even more. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, we like you said, everyone was created for this time for a reason. And the enemy wants us to feel defeated. He wants us to be tired. He wants us to be exhausted and fearful and hopeless. And like you said, that is all not like that's all against what scripture tells us God is. And that's not the spirit that he gives us, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, you can go all the way back to the beginning of the 1900s and you can look at World War One and how everybody was so uh, distraught over that. I mean, it was more people killed in that war than any other. And, and then, you know, you had the pandemic of the Spanish flu, and then you had mm -hmm. the Depression, and you had the Holocaust and World War II. There has always been fear in the world. Always. Yeah, always. And, and, and Satan loves to make us feel disconnected in those times. And right now, uh, our generation is feeling that loss, that sense of disconnection. And the way that I believe you can stay hopeful and connected is by getting into not just saying you're going to do it, but getting into God's word every day. And here's what we've done. There is a handful of us who are in a Bible app and we are reading through the Bible together. And every day, every morning, my husband and I will sit and do our our reading that morning and, and if you're busy it will it will speak for you it was there's an audible uh thing and we always have our bibles out and we kind of follow along but we let we let the bible plan read those chapters to us and we make our notes and then we talk about it afterwards and and we're in this little group so we're all kind of talking it out like wow 
Did you ever think about that? And we're, we're walking through the Bible every single day with friends, even though we can't be with them. We're laughing, we're talking, we're chatting through this Bible app as we walk through God's Word. And, and that's what keeps us hopeful. That's what keeps us on fire and saying, no, no, the world cannot disconnect us. We can stay connected to God and He will find people that are like-minded that we can connect with. And you know, I, there's probably some people listening and going, I wish I had a group of people that I could do that with. Um, you know, there's some people out there that are listening that may be the only Christian in their family. And when the family is, you know, the only thing you see, because, um, you know, uh, what was it, like community events are canceled, like church stuff's canceled. So sometimes family is the only thing that you see right now. And if your family is not believing, you know, sometimes you can feel all alone. And if you don't have that solid group of people that you can get on a Bible app with, um, I know hearing that can sometimes be disheartening and feel like maybe you're missing out on something. So for anybody who's feeling that right now, like I completely understand and I feel like, though, instead of, you know, and I have to tell myself this, too, because I can get too caught up in, well, they have that and I don't. Oh, woe is me. You know, I'm over here lonely. I'm over here with no one to talk to. And I challenge you and I challenge me every time I think this. Well, why don't I find a few people mm -hmm. like, you know, people don't always come to you and that's OK. It's not because they don't like you. It's not because you know, you're out here on an island, but if you make yourself an island, then you'll be on it. So why don't you get a boat and swim or paddle over to another island where there's people? And so maybe think in your head, think of people that you can ask to do that with. Don't wait for people to come to you. Take that step and create that community that you're longing for. Well, here's the thing. Uh, I have this group, but it's not a group that you would normally think would be together that uh, what happens in this particular bible app we're using the you version uh bible app and it will allow you to see some of your contacts from you know your phone or uh facebook or wherever that are on this app too so you, there may be people and maybe maybe you go to encouragement cafe's facebook page and say hey mm -hmm. i want to get involved in a read through the Bible plan. Is anybody doing one? Hey, ask me. We'll do it. I mean, we're w there are ways of getting a group together to read through the Bible, and you don't have and you don't have to have you know your own little set of friends. And maybe for such a time as this, God is calling you outside of that. Let me tell you something else. I'm doing uh, when one of my friends. Uh, posted this on her Facebook page I was like what a great idea I love it and it is I want to put a person and their favorite scripture in my journal every week and then I'm going to study that verse or that is their favorite scripture and I'm praying for them and I said could I get 52 people that would give me their name that I can pray for and a scripture. Well, Holly, I had not just 52, I've almost got two full years worth now. Uh, so what I did, I just doubled up. I've got two people a week 
and I am praying over them. So I send them a private message and I say, you know, how can I pray for you? And I am, you know, it's not too much to have two people. And a lot of these people, I really don't have any kind of a close relationship with, but they want prayer. They want to feel connected and they want to share their Bible verse. So once I put that out there, there have been multitudes of people that shared it. And now there are people praying for me, for others, and we all have that in common. So when we're reading God's word together and we're praying for one another and we don't have to have a close knit group of friends, we just chime in and go for it. Because here's what happened in week one. In week one, I sent to my two girls and said, hey, this is your week. I'm praying over both of you. Here's your scripture. And I prayed for them all week. And at the end of the week, I said, maybe, maybe for such a time as this, God put you two who do not know one another together in this week so that you could continue praying for one another. And they were like, oh, my goodness, I love that. So they became prayer partners. And now we're in week two of me doing this. And I'm hoping that will continue. That is amazing. Like, that's so creative. And it's one of those, like, you know, you you threaten to delete Facebook, like, every day almost because you're on it. But you know what? It can be used for the right reasons. And it's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's up to us. Like, God gave us the ability to work hard and to think outside of the box to form relationships. And that's a really great idea to put a call out on Facebook. I saw your call and I thought of a verse, but then I didn't respond. <laughs> so when you do it in two years, I'll be sure to respond. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's all happening this year. And I'm just doubling up like yeah, I, that's right. I yeah. did week one, week one A. Yeah. <laughs> because I had already filled up 52 weeks worth. So I'm all the way, I think I'm on like 30 week 35 uh, with two people. So go ahead, Holly. Sign in there. Chime in. (laughs) Yes, then you'll be you'll be paired up with somebody. But you know what? I encourage you to do that on yours because you'll be amazed. I mean, some girls that are very young, they're in their twenties that uh, follow me, and they jumped on and they started doing it. Now they've got you know a whole group of their friends that are praying together and reading scripture and studying scripture together because of that. And that's what God wants us to do. Not feel lonely, actually feel more empowered together. Absolutely. And for us to not, like you said, get in our heads and talk ourselves out of reaching out for community and reaching out, you know, for the help and trying to initiate those conversations. Because it's just, we can't, I mean, I don't know. I know, I'm sure there's somebody that, you know, is like me and does this or like you, maybe, you know, you do it too, but we can get and we can just go down dark roads. And before you know it, like nobody likes us and nobody calls us because the world hates us. And it's like, no, maybe they think you're busy with six children. Maybe they're busy. And you find out oftentimes when you think people are hanging out together and just not including you, like nobody's really hanging out. I feel like we, oh, I just hit my mic. I feel like we can all resort back to our like eighth grade self very yes. fast <laughs> where we feel <laughs> <Okay>. like <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, let me just tell you that has happened within the body of encouragement cafe uh our team you know we have the executive team that 
for the most part, live close by. They live within a 30-minute drive, maybe uh, a 45-minute drive of me. And some of the gals that are on the Encouragement Cafe team feel like they're not connected because they live in other states. And they, in their mind, do exactly what you're saying. They picture that Stephanie and Anna and all of us are hanging out. Well, we aren't. We're doing the same exact thing that every single person is doing. You know, we're occasionally touching base with one another through a text or a Facebook or a, you know, something. But it's not like we're hanging tight together. What blows my mind is that I have connected more with people in Pennsylvania, in Nebraska, in California, than I have in my own city. Because though, here's what it takes. It takes two. It takes yeah. two. And you've got to be willing to reach out and say, hey, I really loved what you said about that passage that really touched me. And then they're communicating back to you. It takes both sides, you know. So if you're feeling lonely, when was the last time you reached out to touch someone else? Maybe it's not in your town, but maybe it's in North Carolina. Yeah. And, you know, the Encouragement Cafe uh, Facebook page is definitely a good place to go. So if you are, you know, one of those people that have lost a lot of friends or family during this time, you know, that would be a great place to go and to connect with people like God has places you can go. It's up to us to walk there. It's up to us to find that community sometimes. And the great thing is, I feel like from this is that we're all kind of in the same place. Like everyone mm -hmm. universally is pretty lonely. Everyone mm -hmm. universally is longing for connection. So I feel like, you know, this is a good time to reach out to strangers and everyone probably are, is, will be a little bit more receptive of friendships, you know, in Pennsylvania or Nebraska, um, you know, instead of wanting the people in their backyard, it may be a great chance to reach out and get to know people that you would have never known um, otherwise. So the internet and the Facebook and all that, they can do some really great things and they can provide some really great connections. Well, here's something that I've noticed too. Uh, our in EncouragementCafe.com website carries all of the devotions that are written every week. And I've noticed that more people are uh, sending us notes from those devotions and we turn around and make sure that every author gets those notes because they need to be encouraged too to keep writing to keep encouraging and so then the author can contact that person that touched them and and then there's a little friendship that's born from that and i love how god uses that so facebook page for encouragement cafe or our website if you're feeling lonely you don't have to stay there. We want to connect with you. And yeah, we can't do events right now, but we can do life together, right? Right. That is, yeah. Internet is great sometimes. But I do miss those live events for sure. <laughs> yes. For sure. But Absolutely. why don't... I miss hugs. I, I miss hugs. <laughs> and I don't even like hugs. I hate <laughs> hugs. But like, I am craving a hug. Like mm -hmm. so bad. But you know, what I want to challenge everyone to do is if you are feeling lonely, maybe 
you know, as soon as this episode is over, you can think of three ways that you can connect with somebody, you know, either post that scripture thing on your Facebook page, go visit Encouragement Cafe on the on Facebook or encouragementcafe.com. Or, you know, think of some people that maybe you've lost contact with or just some people that you think are busy, but you don't know. Just think of three different ways that you can try to build that community and invest in it. Don't just like reach out once, you know, and then just forget about it. But like commit to yourself that you're going to invest in some relationships. Because again, like you said, and I've said it takes two people to do it. You can't just expect somebody to do all the work and you just sit there and I say that because that's exactly what I do (laughs) all right so there you have it there's your challenge for the week and may the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others we'll see you back here next week thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and friends where women gather friends laugh and hearts mend let's continue our conversation hop online when you get a chance to sit down and breathe at encouragementcafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time.